Hi, Bam Bam. Big hugs. Big hugs. Hope to distract you a little bit. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do that. I'll have to fly out there to Canada and pull it out myself. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Dina Joe podcast. I am DJ Dina Joe, your friend coming to you from the Mile High City, colorful Colorado. Thank you so much for joining the show today. You all are the best. If you're listening on the download, thank you, thank you, thank you. And hit that follow button so you can join us live sometime. I'm here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 745 Mountain Standard Time, and I have the best people in the chat, so thank you. Um, you turn this down. All right. So I know I had the time on there a little different. I don't know if it's gonna. <laughs> hi, Ashen. Hi. That didn't come out right. Ashina, <laughs> welcome. Good to see you. Glad you are here. All right, so um, today it is Wednesday, September 20th. Currently in Denver, it is 50 and sunny. Uh, mostly sunny skies today with a high of around 78. Um, and well in Ontario, 58 and sunny. Um, expect sunny skies and you're gonna get to around 70. Um, and nothing else is in here right now. So, um, but let's see, I know for my beautiful friend in Tucson, Arizona, and one in Phoenix. Let's see, Tucson, 68 and sunny. There will be mostly sunny skies, high of 93. Phoenix, 77 and mostly cloudy. And there will be mostly sunny skies at a high of 100. Welcome, W um, V P Z P V I. Welcome. So, um, yeah, I, you know, I always like to start with a little bit of encouragement to start the day off. Um, in this world that is surrounded with hate. Um, so the word today is excellence, meaning extremely good or outstanding. Um, in the quote of the day, excellence is the unlimited ability to improve the quality of what you have to offer. And that is by Rick Pitino. So what is excellence? Um, I think um, you should strive for excellence and not perfection. In the past, I used to get the two confused, excellence and perfection. Um, when you strive for excellence, we have values and high standards, which is a good thing. Um, they both help us to solve problems and do a good quality job. Perfectionists are people that have very high expectations of themselves to the point of often being very self-critical and setting standards that are usually unattainable. Where excellence is defined as aiming and striving towards very high but unattainable standards. Like I just said, people with excellence also require of themselves an outstanding worth ethic. They understand that striving for excellence is an ongoing process. They know that there is always room for self-improvement, 
and and that is what will separate you from the non-achievers. A person of excellence adds value to themselves and to others. They go the extra mile in all endeavors. They think thinks of consequences before taking any action. Um, it doesn't tolerate or encourage hip 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 how can I say it? Hip hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. I know I'm not saying that right. Is satisfied, not satisfied with just being average. Um, pays attention to details, uh, to um, earns respect and merit, seeks to always make a difference in people's lives, is um, consistent in good behavior, manners, and attitude towards people's and responsibilities, and they stand out everywhere they go. He doesn't fit into a crowd, he's a positive influencer and a sensitive and empathetic individual. <clears throat> Remember, being a person of excellence is not determined by anyone's behavior towards you because you will be taken for granted, unappreciated, and overlooked, or even mistreated for being different. But your work cannot be tied up in the praise from men. It is easier to compromise your standards and beliefs to be with everyone. Sure, it is easier, but copycats have a shorter shelf life. So don't do it. Um, don't compromise and uh, go beyond your what you believe in. Because you are hi, BP. Good to see you. Glad you're here. So you got this. Um, I believe in you. Strive for excellence, not perfection. And um, yeah. Oh, Monkey Trouble 211 just entered the room. Good to see you, Monkey Trouble. All right, since monkey troubles in, we will say the joke of the day, okay? What do you call an alligator wearing a vest? Hmm? <laughs> Your corny joke of the day. So I say hi to people in the chat real quick. <laughs> it is an investigator. I told you it was corny, but I'm sure you can use it then later on today. Um, let me say hi to Monkey Trouble. I hope you're having a good day, Monkey Trouble. And I want to play this video. I heard it. This, oh, right after I type in his name, he leaves. Dang it. All right. Forget it. All right. So the fact of the day that I have for you is it has been illegal to chew chewing gum in Singapore since 1992 um, when John Chong Tong, who has been the prime minister, passed a ban into law. The exemptions are in place, however, just for people who medically um, certified have certified digestive problems are smokers wanting to quit smoking. Um, I wonder if that was because like it was on the people were stepping in it. It didn't go on beyond telling me um, just that, that they, it's been banned. But, and I never knew that gum helped you if you had digestive problems. I would think it'd make you have more bubbles in your tummy. I don't know, but yeah, well, whatever. So I just heard this this morning when I was going to go get my blood drawn and it was 
cracking me up this video so you um if you guys heard there was a jet filer piter fire plater plane that went missing the guy ejected and the plane just went nobody could find the plane uh, <laughs> well i guess a south carolina man um heard it and the video is pretty funny. So this is the video of the South Carolina man discussing hearing the missing F-35 jet before it crashed. Almost October 6th, I'll, I'll be 72 years old. Randolph White retired from his job at the paper mill in Georgetown 10 years ago. He lives in this house with his wife in a very rural area of Williamsburg County. Well, it's nice and quiet and peaceful. And I don't, I, I don't have to worry about people though. Close up tight. You know, I like space. He loves living about two miles away from where he grew up. Normally, it's pretty quiet, but on Sunday afternoon, I was in the uh, in, in the bathroom taking a shave, and I heard a, a screeching, solid between a screech and a whistle. <laughs> I said, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> and I heard a boom. Then my whole house shook. White says he didn't realize it was a plane at the time, so he didn't call anybody. F-35B airplane wreckage created an extensive debris field. The wreckage is located off Old Georgetown Road. Military security is very tight with numerous red and white signs on the side of the road that read, no trespassing. This area has been designated a national defense area. Got through the grace of God, nobody didn't get hurt. Because the church right up there, about a half mile. About a mile of Old Georgetown Road will be closed for an unknown period of time. Anything man man can malfunction, you know, so he tried to give him the benefit of the doubt, but it, it needs to be investigated and the public need to know what really happened. <laughs> I was and laughing when he did that. Because, you know, it could have been a major disaster. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it is the, his, when he does that. And I don't, I, I don't have to worry about people don't. Close up tight. You know, I like space. He loves living about two miles away from you where he grew see, up. You should see. He's in. Normally he's really cute, quiet, but he looks like he's wearing a bulletproof vest. And I thought he was going to say something else. Between a screech and a whistle. Sorry, guys. It was just too funny. I know, but thank God it didn't hit anything because it was flying around by with no pilot in it. So thank goodness that um, it didn't hit anything. And, you know, there's been all kinds of rumors, oh, that somebody stole it and blah, blah, blah. But they said they couldn't see it because it has, um, it's, it's uh, equipped with stuff so that you can't find it. So I guess they couldn't find it on radar until it crashed. So, um, yeah, that had me cracking up. <laughs> I was waiting to get back home. I was like, oh my gosh, this guy's voice is just too funny. Um, so that's the first funny thing I have for you today. Um, let's see the second one that I had, oh, did you guys hear about the bear that was, um, they found at, 
um, Disney World? Yes. There was a black bear. Um, and I have a few different bear um, sightings in this in this night. Uh, so there was a black bear in Florida's Disney World causing parts of the most magical place on Earth to be temporarily closed on Monday afternoon. Um, it was up in a tree. It didn't say exactly where um, it was in the park. But if you've ever been to Disney World before. Hi, Yancy. Oh my gosh, Yancy, you just missed that guy. I, I'll have to send you the video um, of the man who, I don't know if you've seen it or heard, the guy who um, in South Carolina who saw the jet go down. Um, maybe you can play it on your on your show. Follow Yancy, by the way, um, WKOP uh, podcast and um, the Coffeeville House of Memes. Um, it, it was really funny. So anyway, back to the bear. There's a bear in um, Disney World. And so they had to close the park and get the bear out. And like I was saying, all around Disney World, par- it's all foresty, kind of swamp, swampy more than foresty, I guess. But there's a lot of trees. So they had to close down um, Disney World to get uh, the bear out of there. And it was, a, it was a, didn't they, was this one pregnant? I don't know. One of the stories I read, there was a pregnant bear. Now this one isn't pregnant. So um, I can't even imagine. Can you imagine being at Disney World and all of a sudden looking up and there's a bear? Yeah. Um, the other bear sighting I have for you is Tripod, the three-legged bear who likes drinking White Claws. Yes, White Claws. He's caught on tape um, in Florida. Um, again, in Florida, all of their their backyards are they most almost all of them have pools, but they're almost all screened off to keep the bugs out. Um, and so, uh, Tripod decided he was going to go. And I'll post this video too because you can, there's a video and you, you see him. He's coming through. He breaks through the screen, and of course they have an outdoor um, kitchen. So there's a little refrigerator out there. And that's where the white claws were. And the 13-year-old, I guess it was a 13-year-old boy, I believe, and his dog that were in the house when it was happening. And he saw it on video and saw the bear open the refrigerator with his, um, I was going to say hand, but paw, claw, and uh, take the the white claws out and start drinking them. So he, he ran around the house, the back door and was locking the doors because he was afraid this bear would open up the door and get in. I think he could get in either way if he wanted to, but, um, yeah, tripod, they said likes mango and strawberry flavored, um, white claws. Those were the ones that he took out. He took out three, drank them, sat there for a moment and then just left. And they said that he's known around this neighborhood, not for breaking in with White Claws. Oh, were, was it White Claws that, um, what's that guy's name? I can't think of his name now. Um, Aaron, was that what he would drink as White Claws? Anyway, you see this bear and then he left. So they don't want him to get in trouble because he's known around this neighborhood. They know him. You see him kind of lumping along. He's a big bear. Um, with his little three legs. So that was tripod, the bear. Uh, and, um, <laughs> tw- oh, Twisted D's. Um, 
And this has nothing to do with um, bears. It has to do with when I was reading these stories, I came across this and I haven't brought it up to you, Bam Bam, because I wanted to do it on here. Um, beaver tail, beaver tail donuts. And they're like the, your Canadian big thing in Canada. Oh my gosh, these things look absolutely freaking delicious. Um, how Beaver Tails can Canadians massive donuts became a national sensation. Um, I don't know what they are. They're kind of flat and they look like they might be, well, they're fried with like a cinnamon sugar and then they're topped with all kinds of different stuff. Um, they just look delicious. <laughs> they look so good. I think I was looking at something um, with beaver tails, of course, and these guys came up and I was like, oh my gosh, why have I never heard of these things? Um, yeah, they, there's all different kinds of toppings, but man, oh, some of them have um, fresh fried dough with salmon and cream cheese and capers on them too at some places. Um, some of them have, they say ham and cheese tails. Ooh, that actually sounds good. I, I would try the ham and cheese tail. Um, and even, even a, um, decadent lobster, um, one in Halifax, they say, but, um, oh, President Barack Obama during his trip to Ottawa, um, had one in 2009. Well, whatever. But yeah, they do look really good. Mainly powdered sugar and chocolates. Yeah, the ones that I have, it looks like uh, chocolate sauce and Reese's Pieces on it and all different kinds of yumminess. All right. Um, let's do a few more things and then I'm going to get into the almost famous facts before the music. Um, with Food, which I haven't done for a while. Um, of course, you probably already heard Wendy's has dropped its pumpkin spice frosty. I I said a while back they were kind of saying they it was rumored that they were going to have either pumpkin spice or caramel apple wine. I wish they would have gone with the caramel apple. I would have tried that. But pumpkin spice frosty, it started on September 12th. So you can get that instead of, um, I think they took away the strawberry one probably for summer. Um, but I'm sure they'll bring it back. Um, I think this is the first time they've had the pumpkin ones, if I'm not mistaken. Um, now tell me if you guys heard the story about this crazy dude in, um, Florida, of course. Um, this isn't the first time he's tried to do this. I, I actually uh, watched a small documentary on him and it says the coast guards arrest a man trying to run a giant hamster wheel across the Atlantic. And gosh, where was he trying to get to? Um, this isn't the first time. He's tried it a couple times, and each time they've stopped him or else they've had to rescue him because he couldn't go any further. But I can't imagine being, it really looks, it's all clear. Um, so the sun's going to, like, totally hit on you. You know what I mean? And it, it looks like a big wheel and he, and he runs in it. Like he wants to run across the Atlantic in like those little hamster wheels. Um, it's crazy. I didn't watch the whole, uh, thing, but you can, you can Google it and you'll see a whole bunch of different videos and stuff about him. And they're talking to him and his wife and how the, you know, how long he's been trying to do this for and how many times he's been stopped. 
Um, let's see. Uh, the giant floating hamster wheel made of um, wire and self-propelled by him running inside. Uh, he was granted asylum from Iran um, to Florida way, way back in the day. It doesn't say the exact day in this article. Um, he told the officers his destination is London, England. That's where he's trying to get to, more than 4,000 miles away. Um, he uh, was asked if the vehicle had registration. He said it was registered in Florida, but that he couldn't find the registration according to the complaint. So they said it was determined unsafe voyage and they for one time they held he was like he's like nope i'm not leaving and he stayed on there for like a couple of days until he ran out of stuff and then finally he um got off of his little hamster wheel but i don't know it's kind of interesting i don't know why he wants to do it but at least he's, he's got a he's got a goal it's kind of crazy but some people have crazy goals so i don't know we'll see if he gets finally across there one of these days and then um, let's get into the almost famous facts uh, for this movie. And then we'll get into some songs. Actually, the songs, there's quite a few. Um, let's see. The first fact that I have about the show, it says that it was, it was in September of 2000, almost famous Cameron Crowe's um, poignant semi-autobiographical autobiographical, but I cannot talk in the morning sometimes, autobiographical film about going on tour with the rock stars in the 70s and writing about it for Rolling Stones um, was released in theaters. The film launched Kate Hudson's career and won Crow his so far only Oscar for best original screenplay. Um, and then I said, here are some golden facts about the rock driven movie. And the first one says, um, the original ending of almost famous involved Neil Young in 2015, Cameron Crowe told Vanity Fair that he intended for almost famous to end on Elaine Miller. And that's Francis McDormand playing the family, Neil Young's on the way home. In the end, we decided not to hear that song or her dialogue and let the um, sequence live in montage as the Stillwater tour bus drive away to the sounds of Led Zeppelin's Tangerine. The song was more eloquent in its summary of the movie than any spoken words, Crow said. So that is the first fact that I have for you. And I apologize, this just went down. <clears throat> The first song on the list is going to be America by Simon and Garfunkel. I'm pretty sure there's a scene here. It says that it's when William's sister, Anita, plays this record for her mother to explain why she's leaving home to become a flight attendant. And that is when America by Simon and Garfunkel plays. Here it is. Thank you for the likes, guys. Welcome, VVEK. Be 
got some real estate here in my bag. So we bought a pack of cigarettes and your shoes were your eyes and Hi, Ralph. To Good to see you. <clears throat> Okay, that's the first song from the soundtrack, um, Almost Famous, America by Simon and Garfunkel. The second song that I have is Sparks by The Who, and this song is playing when the movie transitions with um, from young William listening to The Who's Tommy album to an older William sitting in a classroom. The use of The Who's sparks in Almost Famous demonstrates William's growing obsession with rock music after finding Anita's secret stash of albums. So here is The Who sparks. Welcome, Pam A G Z W C W. Um, features a talented cast including Billy Corda, Kate Hudson, Francis McCormick, and Philip Seymour Hoffman. Hi, Mike. Yeah. 
how are you? Oh, I'm glad. Glad you're here, my friend. That is Sparks by The Who. We'll move on to the next song and some more facts about the movie. The next song that I have is It Wouldn't Have Made Any Difference by Todd Rundgren. Um, the song has been heard in the diner as Les Bangs tells William what it takes to make it as a music journalist. Lester is one of the only character, one of the only characters in Almost Famous based on a real person. So here is Todd Rudgren, Rudgren with It Wouldn't Have Made Any Difference. Hi, Jamala, welcome. is renowned for its remarkable soundtrack which includes classic rock songs from the 70s perfectly capturing the spirit of the era Stillwater, the band of the center of the story epitomizes the rock and roll culture of the time All right, Todd Rangren, I'm over you. <laughs> We're going to move on to the next song, um, which is I've Seen All Good People um, by Yes. This song plays as Stillwater's road crew breaks down their equipment after a show. So here we go. Um, it better be on here. Yeah. I've Seen All Good People by Yes. I've seen all good people turn their heads each day so satisfied I'm on my way. 
I've seen all good people. All right, we're going to move on to the next song and the next scene of the movie, which is um, the Beach Boys, and the song is Fail Flows. This song can be heard backstage after William meets Penny and Stillwater for the first time. It plays again over the Polaroid montage at the end of the movie also. So here they are, Beach Boys, Phil's Flows. Thank you. 
Um, there were many improvisations during the filming, which Cameron Crowe encouraged, resulting in a more authentic and spontaneous performance, as he said. And then Kate Hudson portrayed the free-spirited Penny Lane, earning her a nomination for Best Supporting Actress at the Academy Awards. Thank you so much, Radio. Hi, Johnson. Welcome. That is the Beach Boys Fills Flows. We're going to move on to the next scene um, Fever Dog um, by Stillwater, which is what the movie is all about. This band, the song by almost famous fictional rock band Stillwater, is played when the band takes the stage for the first time and William stands on the sidelines with Penny. Here they are Stillwater, Fever Dog. Thank you, Ralph. Don't listen no more. Gotta figure out the case of the hair of the fever. Trouble now and again, we'll have to be the end of the fever. 
Hottest Fever Dog by Stillwater. Fictional band, but really good. All right, we're going to move on to the next scene and song, um, Every Picture Tells a Story by Rod Stewart. This song can be heard during the party scenes at the hotel in Los Angeles. So here is Rod Stewart, Every Picture Tells a Story. Thank you, Mike. is Rod Stewart. Every picture tells a story. All right. So the next uh, song that I have for you, um, oh, it's starting. let's say 
got it just in time. It was going to play. Um, is Mr. Farmer by The Seeds. Um, this is the second song that Lester plays when he talks to William about writing for Rolling Stones. So here are The Seeds with Mr. Farmer. Hi, Shorty. And it said um, the band members had to go to boot camp training um, for this film to prepare for their roles. The actors playing the band members underwent boot camp training to learn the ins and outs of being a musician. Yeah, this is not a very good. There we go. Another fact from the film is that the film delves into the highs and lows of the fame, showing that sometimes the dark side of the music industry. I never heard of this band or this song before this movie. <laughs> that is The Seeds, Mr. Farmer. Okay, we're going to move on to the next scene. <laughs> to the next song and scene. Um, the um, no, this to this the other day. Kept wanting to play the songs. Um, one way out by the Almond Brothers, the Almond Brother Band. Um, a live version of this song plays. The almost famous tour begins. Other than it being a great song, Crow had the nostalgia reason to include the Almond Brothers Band on the soundtrack at this crucial junction in the movie. According to Greg Allman's memoir, My Cross to Bear, Crow primarily drew the events of the script from his experiences on the road with the Allman Brother Band. So here's the song, One Way Out by the Allman Brother Band. Thank you, Radio Carlos. Doss, ah, in and out, sneaky little guy. 
Welcome, Nellie. Welcome, DVZ. Some memorable quotes in the movie, um, such as the only currency in this bankrupt world is what you share with someone else. On if you think Mick Jagger will be out, out there trying to be a rock star at age 50, you're sadly, sadly mistaken. Oh, well, that quote's wrong because he's still out there. Um, another one is fact you, like fact, fact, F E C K. That is um, One Way Out by the Allman Brothers. We're going to move on to the next scene and song, Simple Man by Leonard Skinner. This thoughtful Leonard Skinner classic can be heard while Stillwater is hanging out at the pool and Russell tells William that he can and can't include the Rolling Stone, um, what he can and can't include in the Rolling Stones cover story. Russell tells William to make the band look cool. So here is Simple Man, Leonard Skinner. I 
it also says almost famous showcases the electrifying energy and unpredictability of the live music performances transporting viewers to the front row of a concert And listen closely to what I say. And if you do this, it'll help you some sunny day. I no idea cameron crow and nancy wilson wrote a lot of the songs for almost famous on their honeymoon i had no idea that they were married nancy wilson heart <laughs> I'm not saying. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Um, when they, yeah, when uh, Crow and Nancy Wilson wrote a lot of the songs, they were held up in a cabin in Oregon um, and created a fake band and wrote the songs, knowing 
that one day they might make a movie and use the stuff. It was 15 years later the songs became a reality. Oh, thank you, BP. Cameron Crow, Nancy Wilson, married 1986 to 2010. Thank you, BP. All right. So the next song I have in Stain is um, Led Zeppelin. That's the way is the song. Um, this Led Zeppelin song plays when the um, tour bus crashes through a gate. It continues as William talks to Penny. Led Zeppelin are um, notoriously picky about letting filmmakers use their music on their movie soundtracks, but they had previously permitted Crow to use um, Cashmere on the soundtrack of Vast Times to Ridgemont High. So they let him use it on this one. Here they are, Led Zeppelin, that's the way. Oh, fast times at Ridgemont High. Oh my gosh. Hi, Vicky. And Russell Hyman, which was played by Billy Currup, was loosely based on Glenn Fry of the Eagles. And in real life, Fry actually uttered the look, just make me 
look, just make us look cool, line to crow. Thanks, Phoebe. That is Led Zeppelin. That's the way. We're going to move on to the next song. Insane um, Tiny Dancer by Elton John. As the band rides the tour bus in silence, they start to sing this song one by one until they're all singing together. This use of Elton John's song in the movie has gone on to become one of the most iconic musical moments in film history. Here's Tiny Dancer, Elton John. Everybody sang Blue Jean Baby, LA Lady. A sister saw the bang. Pretty eyes, pirate smile. You marry a music man. Dancing in the sand. Now she's in me, always with me. Tiny dancing in my hand. Hi, Vinny. Good to see you. Jesus free. Out in the street, and then tickets out for gone. Turning back, she just laughs. But love one is not that bad. And oh man, he makes a stand. In the auditorium Looking on She sings the song The words she knows The tune she holds I feel so free Like here
It says, Cameron Crowe um, sees Almost Famous as a love letter to music, not to rock star decadence. That is Tiny Dancer by Elton John. I'm going to move on. Move on, move on. Um, hmm. Okay, there we go. Isn't so like, what happened here? There's a song missing. We'll move on to this next one. I'm Waiting for the Man by David Bowie. A live version of this song is taken from the album Live Santa Monica 72. Plays as Stillwater arrives in Cleveland and Russell speaks to William's mom on the phone. So here is I'm Waiting for the Man by David Bowie. Welcome, Jason. Welcome, to ZYNB. Thank you, Billy G. Hey, white boy, you chasing all the women around. Oh, only sir, speaks to my mind. I'm just looking for a good friend of mine. I'm waiting for the man. There he comes. He's all dressed in black. Shoes and a big straw hat. He's never early, he's always late. First thing you learn is that you've always got to wait. Okay, so that was I'm Waiting for the Man by David Bowie. 
I don't even think it sounds like David Bowie, but okay. <laughs> now I found the other song that went missing, and it is Lucky, Lucky Trumbull by Nancy Wilson. Um, this song can be heard when William plays a staring game with Penny. So here is Lucky Trumbull. And supposedly the, the, the title of the movie was um, first titled Untitled, <laughs> then it went to The Uncool, um, and then it says, I used to go to concerts and I would see Mick Jagger, and then off to the side are these people standing by the amplifiers, and you wonder, and you look at them, who do you think they are? Are they groupies? Are they friends of the promoters? Are they married to the bass players? because they're almost famous and that's where he came up with the name of the movie. I guess you have to listen to the song during the movie. So um, we're gonna move on to the next one. That was Nancy Wilson, Lucky Trumbull. The next one is The Wind by Cat Stevens. Um, this song is playing when Penny dances alone in an empty concert pit after the Cleveland gigs. Um, here is um, Cat Stevens, The Wind. I listen to the wind, to the wind of my soul Where I'll end up, well I think, only God really knows I've sat upon the setting sun But never, 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 never I never wanted water once Never, never, never I listen to my words But they fall far below I let my music take me Where my heart wants to go I swam on the devil's lake But never, 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 never I'll never make the same mistake no, Never, never, never
was fast. All right. The next song is Slip Away by Clarence Carter. This song plays in the background um, of the road manager's poker party with Stillwater, um, their road manager and the road managers of several other musicians. Slip Away by Clarence Carter. Ooh, pumpkin spice baloney. I saw something come off. Oh, God. I don't know, BP. <laughs> what would I give just a few moments? Oh, gross. What would I give just to have you <laughs> And he looks so happy to be eating pumpkin spice baloney. No. Slip away somehow. Oh, I need you now. Would anybody in the chat eat pumpkin spice baloney? Uh, no, I'll pass. Can you slip away? Slip away. Slip away. Oh, I need you so. He looks way too happy. Way too happy to have that sandwich in his hand. <laughs> Brave soul, man. You can try it for all of us. Carter. Hmm. Let's slip away. We're going to move on to um, <laughs> Thunderclap Newman is the name of the band. Something in the Air is the song. This song is playing when Penny brings William to meet everybody at the hotel. It continues as Polexa tells William um, that Penny and Russell will get together. Something in the Air. We have got to 
Aw, thanks, Benny. I appreciate you. Oh. Thank you, BP. Benny, look at that sandwich. Newman. Something in the air. Uh, all right, Thunderclap Newman. Um, so the last thing I have is one more song by the fictional band, which this movie is all about, and it's Love Thing by Stillwater. Oh, it's definitely not a vegetarian dish. That is for sure. <laughs> I really think these guys are a good fictional band. then you wouldn't like that. <laughs> um, you wouldn't like that one at all, Vinny. That um, bologna, is it bologna pork? I think it's pork. I haven't had it in such a long time. Stillwater love thing. Um, again, uh, they are what the whole show, the whole movie is about. Almost famous show. This is a show. That's a movie, Dina Joe. Um, I don't know why it's not stopping. There we go. It wouldn't stop. And then I don't know. This whole week, stuff has been crazy. Uh, but BP sent you the video though. Yeah. Yeah, he wanted to show you what it what it is. What um, bologna, I believe, is pork. Um, I haven't had bologna since I was a kid, but yeah, it's a bologna sandwich. It actually looks good. It just sounds this pumpkin. Yeah, bologna just doesn't sound good, but it actually looks pretty good. It just doesn't sound good at all. Um, 
All right, guys. Well, thank you again. Another show down. We'll be back on Friday. Um, dance music. I don't know what I have planned. I have some list planned. We'll see. We'll see. Um, fried. Well, you know what? That is the absolutely only way that I would eat bologna growing up was fried bologna. And it was my, my best friend in high school. I mean, in elementary school, she was from Alabama and that was her parents used to fry it. And I was like, what are you doing to that bologna? And ever since then, that's the only way. It is so good fried. You're right, bam, bam. It is delicious. All right, guys, I'm going to leave you like I always leave you. Let's see if it works. It did. Be the reason someone smiles today. Let your smile change the world, but don't let the world change your smile. And again, if nobody's told you lately, I really do appreciate and love you guys more than anything. Um, you really do make my Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays and sometimes Tuesdays and Thursdays a whole lot better. And I hope that I can do that for you too. Help put a smile on your face. I love you guys. Have a great rest of your day. And I know this is going to be super loud if I turn this music on. So let's see. Great rest of your day. Thank you, Mike. And be safe out there. One, the world two, is going crazy. Crazy drivers out there. One of them being me. So watch out for me. We oh, love you guys. Bye. See you around, Podbean. Thank you, Ralph. Thank you, Radio Carla. Thank you, Beanie. Thank you, Porky. Thank you, Bean Peach. Thank you, fam. Thank you, Molly. Okay.